everybody, and welcome to the Landlord and Tenant Podmess, the only podcast that has the balls to ask the question, can a landlord and tenant be buddies? I am uh, one of your hosts of the show. I'm Landlord James. And I am Tenant Mike, and oh boy, do we have a spooktacular Halloween episode for you uh, right now. This is very exciting. You may have noticed that it sounds a little different this week because we are not recording in my studio apartment, my overpriced studio apartment. <laughs> oh, well, underpriced. Um, we are recording from the St. Jerome's Cemetery, which is located right behind the building that I live in and James owns. That's right. Uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with the building, it's, uh, this old cemetery is right in the backyard of it. It and, is. It's uh, gothic. Gothic. Very old. Yeah, well, um, it's, uh, it's actually kind of a nicer vibe than being in your apartment, I have to be completely honest, but um, hmm. it's a very old cemetery, and um, we thought with it being Halloween coming up... Ooh! <laughs> oh, God. That's a, uh, yeah, being a ghost. Being a ghost there, I guess. Um, we thought it would be fun to do this podcast from here in this freaky graveyard uh, late at night. It's a... Uh, Absolutely. It's 11 I, p.m. right now. If, if the listeners at home could could see the hairs standing up on the back of my hand and on my arm and my neck, uh, they would uh, they would see how scared I am. Yeah. Do you have a lot of hair in your neck? I have a very hairy neck. It runs in the family. Mum used to say, um, oh, when I was a boy, she'd say, when you're older, you're going to have a hairy neck. And I never and believed. it came true, huh? It came true. Mm. Now, does that come from the Irish side or the Slovak side, do you think? I tend to think it's a Slovak side, because um, it's a very hairy side of the family. Lots of moles as well. Covered in moles. Interesting. These, uh, these relatives of mine. So, Michael, um, here we are. We're in, uh, we're in the cemetery. We've yes. got a little table set up here. We've got our mm-hmm. microphones. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think? This is fun. I like when we take the show on the road. This is the second time we've been on location. That's true. Last time was in the summer. We went up to the cottage with our friend uh, Marty Tops. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, I'm loving the vibe. Mm-hmm. I'm scared. And um, should we reveal to the listeners what we're waiting for? I mean, you go ahead. I think <laughs> it's, not, it's stupid, but go Legend ahead. has it that at midnight, every night, in St. Jerome's Cemetery, a terrifying demon appears. <laughs> yeah. So we are waiting here for midnight to strike, and hopefully we're going to see... And hear the demon, and you'll hear it too, listeners. Um, those, I mean, yep. I mean, demons aren't real, and ghosts aren't real, so we're definitely not going to see that. But um, I, I couldn't disagree more. And this demon is supposed to be covered. You believe in, in demons? I believe in demons, and this particular demon is supposed to be covered in blood. Just think about that, Mike. There obviously demons don't exist, or you'd there'd be like on the news. You know, it'd be like, oh, a demon was spotted finally. Well, it depends on which news sources you. Tune into or read from. So, okay. Well, I read Infowars basically every day, and you never see anything about demons. Anyway, um, I well, I hope for you to satisfy <clears throat> you. We see a demon later tonight. I guess we'll see. It is. Um, you know, I hope we see it, but part of me also hopes we don't see it because if we do see the demon, I'm going to scream, and you're going to have to uh, take care of me. I'll probably cry as well. So, you know what? Why don't we make a bet? We'll make a bet. I bet we won't see a demon, and, and you bet that You we bet will. we won't see a demon? Yes. All right, well, I bet we will see a demon. All right. One month's rent. 
if if you're oh. right. Okay. Now, I, I don't think this type of bed is technically legal in oh, the province boy. of Ontario, but, you know, just to... Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll accept this bet. All right. And it, it. But if I'm right, then you have to, I don't know, do my laundry. Ew. For a month. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Uh, let's shake on it. Shake. Mm. Great. Great. It's a firm handshake you have. Thank you. Um, so... So what segment did you have planned here for the opening, Michael? Or Well, it, you kind of ruined it by saying you don't believe in ghosts and demons, but I had planned on doing a segment called The Landlord and Tenant Podmas Presents Haunt Toronto, which is a portmanteau of two words, haunted and Toronto. And I wanted us to talk about some of the, the spookiest, uh, most haunted sites in the city of Toronto. Um, are you still up for doing this? I mean... Sure. I'm, you know, I mean, I could do my best. All right. Okay. Well, I'll start off first. So, one of the spookiest, most haunted sites in the city of Toronto is Old City Hall. It's a grand old building made of bricks and all sorts of materials. And they... Scary. Well, let me get to the scary part. Um, in the 1800s, two criminals were sentenced to be hanged by a judge in Old City Hall. Their names were Arthur Lucas and Ronald Turpin, and they had—they were murderers. And the judge said, "You're gonna, you're gonna hang until you die." And they say that after they were executed, that those two men, that their ghosts, could be heard walking around the halls. And sometimes, as judges walked around, they would feel their robes tugged by invisible hands. And those hands belonged to Arthur Lucas and Ronald Turpin. Terrifying! Wow! Mm-hmm. Wow! Maybe they just had their robes caught on, uh, you know, like a nail on the floor or something. But unlikely. Very scary. Okay. Well, I don't. Um, It'd be funny to see a judge get their robe tugged up and go, "Oh, what's going on?" Yeah, that would be funny. Um, so I don't obviously have a scary story about Toronto because I don't believe in ghosts. Uh, but um, I actually do. I guess I do have something that might qualify as a haunted story. Um, I was on uh, a Gulfstream jet um, with, uh, it was actually um, Larry Bird, um, he's a friend of Miami Party. Sometimes I was on his uh, private jet and um, we were flying uh, to the Bahamas, and, um, okay. and, uh, but we, we, we took off in Toronto. So this is still a Toronto haunted thing, I guess, technically. Okay. So we're in the air, we're in the air over Billy Bishop Airport, the island airport. And we're flying through the, through the sky. I'm drinking. I'm already partying. I've got my iPad with, um, you know, movies going and stuff like that. Anyway, I look out the window of the Gulf Stream, and I see something in the sky. I'm like, what the hell is this? So I, I, you know, I, I pull out my, uh, my phone and I sort of zoom in so I can see a little better, like with, on the screen there. And I'm, I'm, this is what I see in the sky, and I'm not kidding. I saw what looked to me like a jet ski... With a fucking alien on it, and that's not a joke. Hold on. And I swear to God, it was an. It, there oh. was. Hang on. That was an alien on the jets on a basically what looked like a jet ski. Impossible. Nope. And he even had, but it was flying through the air. Obviously, he even had like a life jacket on, just like a normal guy would have on when he's on his, his jet ski. Oh come on. Yep. And he looked exactly like the aliens. You, the movies got it right. He was a little green guy, except he had a big head of hair. And it was flying, and he literally, and I swear to God, he had a, he looked like he was smoking something. I don't know if that was alien, 
weed kind of thing. I swear to God. And then he saw me and he noticed me noticing him. And then he basically did what almost what looked like a peace sign and he zoomed off into the sky. And that is not a joke. Now that is a ghost story. That is that literally is that is literally not a ghost story. Well, first of all, aliens are different from ghosts. Ghosts are the spirits of the dead. An alien is a being or a creature from an, another planet that we have not discovered yet. Well, I discovered it. But also, that's totally obviously you were you said you were partying. You were probably drunk or high, and you just hallucinated. I don't believe that story. That sounds totally crazy. Why would he be wearing a life jacket if he's um opium an is alien? not a hallucinogenic, Michael. So opium is not a hallucinogenic. Right. If you knew anything about uh, chemistry, you'd know that. So it doesn't matter what I was doing. I saw that, and that is real. And aliens are real, and they're Ali- on jet skis, and they're in the goddamn sky. So you don't believe in ghosts, but you believe in aliens. Okay. We'll yes. Have, we'll have to... Hell yeah. I don't, and, I know, I know, and I know they visited. How do you know that? Because I saw, I saw right, one right. flying okay. like he was in Muskoka. I got it. On a, you know, boat. Jet ski. So, even anyway, even that's the, my story. Even the supernatural things you see are uh, in a in the top uh, tax bracket. He's, he owns property in the Muskokas. I see. Um, all right, my second haunt, haunt Toronto um, entry is the ghost. Now, any, anyone who's ever visited Toronto has probably had supper at the Keg Mansion, which is a nice old oh uh, beautiful building. It's made of bricks and all sorts of different materials, and it used to be the home of the Massey family, who were a, quite a big deal in Toronto. They gave us the name Massey Hall, uh, which is a great place. Neil Young recorded a live album there once. Anyway, here's the haunted part. Lillian Massey, the woman of the house, she passed away. Then her maid was so distraught that she hung herself also. Some people believe the maid was having an affair with one of the Massey men. And they say that every now and then, if you look upstairs in the mansion, you can see that maid a-dangling to and fro with her uh, her neck all snapped back and her spine weird. And um, also, some people say that the ghost does... You can feel the presence in the washroom. What do you mean? Some people say that you can if you go to the to the... The bathroom in the keg mansion, the stall doors open and close, the water goes on, the lights on and off, and you have the feeling that you're being watched, which is something I have a major, major problem with. As listeners know, I am a huge advocate for bathroom privacy rights, and I think it's wrong for a ghost to watch you in your most vulnerable moments. Well, I'll just say, as a landlord, sometimes you. you do need to put a camera in a bathroom if you don't trust the tenant, but... Um, I don't know. I have no opinion on a ghost I th- doing it. Th- I, I disagree with you, but I also think the Keg Mansion has a responsibility to warn customers that they could be uh, being watched by a, a ghost. Hmm. Okay. In the bathroom. All right. Well, good uh, Good ghost story there. Um, I'm trying to really racking my brain for another good haunted story here because I okay. don't have a ton of them. But here's one. I guess this is more of a spooky story. Uh, Toronto Ghost Haunt Toronto. Uh, do you ever do you ever seen that guy who um, like will walk around the streets of Toronto? Like maybe listeners here might might know. And then he's kind of wearing a big coat, and then uh, and then you'll he'll be walking by you, and then he'll go, uh, "Hey, can I tell you something?" And you'll be like, uh, "Okay." Mm-hmm. And then he opens his coat, and then he's like wanking off. Oh, that that's yeah. yeah. <clears throat> That happened to me once. Yeah, me too. Anyway, that's my 
another scary uh, Toronto story, I guess. So you you have an alien and a sexual pervert are your two haunt Toronto stories. Yes. Sorry, I didn't. You know, sorry, I'm not Edgar Allan Poe over here. I did my best. Yeah, and you can say that again. Edgar, Edgar Allan Poe would never write a story about a uh, flasher. He wrote about creatures and beasts and the macabre. Yeah, he also looked like a nerd. Google image. He did Edgar not look Allen like a Poe. nerd. The guy has a, a forehead. It looks like a toe. He was as handsome as the day is long, and I dare you to, to call him ugly again. Huh. Well, all right, let's just finish this off with my third one. This is a ghost, so we all know the. This is about Christie Mansion in Toronto, another grand old building in the city. Everyone's seen it. It's made of all sorts. I've of never seen it. Where is Christie Mansion? It's in uh, Mansion Alley, and um, it's a beautiful old building. Oh, how to describe it? It's made of uh, these nice bricks and all sorts of materials. And um, Robert Christie owned Christie Cookies, the Christie Cookie Factory, and the the Cookie Empire that we all know and love. Um, anyway. Legend has it that he had a secret room in his mansion in which he imprisoned his mistress. And she eventually got sick of this, and she went bonkers, and she hanged herself. A lot of hanging Mm. took place back in those times. Mm. I guess it was the most cost-effective way to uh, vamoose. Uh, And anyway, his mistress apparently uh, went bonkers, and she hanged herself, and they say her ghost still haunts the mansion, and... uh, so uh, next time you're eating a uh, Christy Cookie product, uh, just remember uh, the image of a, a dead person who's gone insane. Wow. So the cr- guy who made Christy Cookies trapped his girlfriend in here. He may have, Mr. Christy may have made good cookies, but he made bad decisions with his mistress by locking her in a secret room. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. Damn. Well, uh, that was a pretty freaky Now one. that is a ghost. That is a Hauntoronto story. A textbook Hauntoronto story. Not None of this well, nonsense. Excuse me. Um, okay, well, well, that's a, that was a good segment, Michael. I feel good. I half, feel half good, yes. Oh, well, all good. And it's kind of fun. I'm having, I think I'm actually un, un, unusual for this time of the week. I'm having fun doing this podcast this, this time because it's fun being out here in this graveyard. It is, it is kind of fun, isn't it? It's very fun. I'm having a lot of fun and, right well, now. What do we see? There's gravestones all around us. It's dark as hell. There's it's a little fun. things going bump in the night all over the place. <laughs> Probably squirrels. Yep. Um, so, so we're having a lot of fun. So why don't we take a break? Mm-hmm. And then we've got a guest who's going to join us here in the graveyard. Absolutely. All right. Welcome back to the Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess, recording this week live from this very spooky St. Jerome's Cemetery, located right behind the building where I live, and James is the landlord. And actually, the, the cemetery is a real pain in the ass, because uh, we can't expand if we ever wanted to add another wing or something like that because of the stupid uh, stupid dead people living here, so it's actually kind oh, of... Oh, is there a city uh, bylaw that you can't sort of dig it up and... Uh, for now. Well, that's good. Well, I think it's nice if for you're the, a communist. I think it's nice for the dead to sleep peacefully for eternity. Well, we, di- we disagree on that one, but we're very excited here uh, on the podcast because joining us here in the cemetery is a very fun guest. We have uh, a, a woman who lives in the building and yes. she uh, is an actress as well. Let's hear for Tess Degenstein. 
Hi. Oh, I thought you said here at four. I was like, will there be yeah. applause? I'm just, I'm good used point. to applause. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good point. But hi, hi. It's Bravo. Nice to be here. <laughs> thanks for joining us, oh, Tess. Thanks. Thank you. Oh, thanks so much for having me. Tess is an interesting name. What is the, the name Tess? Is it Scottish or is it. Uh... Um, well, I don't know per se. I think that it might be German. Oh. But it was it's from Tess of the Dubervilles That's is what very, I am named after. I was thinking, yeah, very, very gothic, very yeah. uh, good for what Halloween. What is Tess and the Dubervilles? Um of it's actually uh she's of them. Oh, of the Dubervilles. Yes, yeah, she's not in addition to the Dubervilles. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's James a, doesn't really enjoy reading just FYI. <laughs> I mean, the book is impossible to get through. It's a real snooze between mm-hmm. you and me. Okay. But, yeah, I've tried. I thought I should do a little research on my namesake, but oh, uh, and it sucks. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. Mm. Any resentment to your parents for naming you after a boring just resentment at the pressure to read the book. Fair enough. Yeah, know about it. You no, know, I hate being when people say like, oh, even when people mention books, it's like, okay, I get it, I should, re-, but I don't want to. Re- I mean, I read magazines, I read blogs. Mm, you feel like you seem like you read a, stuff every day when you walk down the street. Sure, you don't need signs. To read it in a book. Turn here, park here. I was going to say that a Thomas Hardy novel is a little bit more uh, intellectually nutritious than a stop sign or a BuzzFeed listicle. Hmm. Uh, well, just one man's opinion. And I mean, and for the most part, I, I really love love literature. I just find that to Thank be particularly you. bleak. Hmm. Thank you. Well, as an as an actor, yes, yes. Um, you you must be reading plays all the time, and I am screenplays. Mm, yes, yes. Any any kind of play, tele. Oh. Teleplay. Mm-hmm. What is a teleplay? Oh, it's it's actually uh, just for those of you who aren't in in the industry. When something is on television, the script that would be read that the actors end up actually saying, and that mm. we watch and enjoy later, mm. that's called a teleplay. James oh. thought that the actors on TV shows just made it up as they went along, <laughs> didn't you, James? <laughs> no, that's not He's right. Not very, I, I thought it was always. Li- I was confused because. Dan Aykroyd was on one channel, and then I changed the channel, and then he was on a different channel, and I said, sure. how is that possible? Mm. And that was, a, a, they tape some before and show it later. That's what I was confused by. I was not confused that they make it up, Michael. I'm just I was confused that sometimes they yeah. tape it earlier. You thought TV was all live. Yes. Aw. Yeah. That's cute. Well, thank you. Oof. Thank you. I think it's a normal mistake. Tess, we have to ask this question. Mm-hmm. Have you ever spent the night in a graveyard like we're doing right now? Uh, no, it's actually. pretty spooky. Yeah, there were, there were some sleepovers when I, when I was young that some, some cooler kids in my class were, uh, were doing, but I was, I was never allowed to go. Why is that? Uh, I had a very strict mommy. Hmm. Michael, you know about that. You had a strict mommy, you know? Absolutely, yes. Not only was I not allowed to sleep in cemeteries or graveyards, but I was never allowed to sleep over at other boys' uh, houses. Oh, why was that? Uh, Mom had a rule that that all of her children had to sleep under her roof until they married. Now, she changed her mind sub- subsequently because I'm not married. Right, right. I thought, I don't see a ring. No, I'm not <laughs> married. He doesn't married. have a girlfriend. No, I, mm. I'm, I'm on Tinder. But, um, yeah. So So for you, you were allowed to move out when you got on Tinder? Yes. That is the compromise we came to. Mm. I said, I sat down, my mom, I said, Mother, I'm not married. I'm not going steady with anyone, but I am on this uh, sex app. And she said, that's good enough for me. And we signed the documents and had a little champagne, and I moved out. Very nice. Sounds like you two have a relationship. A a nice relationship. A nice, we do. We do have a very nice relationship. Yeah. 
seen, it's a bit weird, but it's, uh, I guess it is nice depending on your point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, we got derailed there. What was, so. Uh, I'm an actor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's kind of where, yeah. where we were at. That's yeah, where we were yeah. at. Um, I, I love it. I love uh, inhabiting other characters so much. Oh. It really, it is my passion. And oh. I just kind of, when you said, you know, do you read plays? It's like, do I breathe air? <laughs> Which I presume you yeah. do. Or you know, do chickens air. have lips? Yeah. <laughs> if, if you're not well, breathing air, you're probably know. not reading plays. Well, yeah, we'll, yeah, because we'll because you'd be dead and mm-hmm. maybe in uh, the cemetery. Oh, great! <laughs> yes, and interesting fact: this cemetery, it's named for uh, Saint Jerome. Mm. Do you know about Saint Jerome? Are you Catholic? Do you uh, are you a follower? Uh, uh, yes, I, I, gr- I grew up Catholic. Um, I've kind of gotten away from it now. Mm. Um, yeah. Maybe this will excite you. Uh, James, do you want to tell Tess what we found out about St. Jerome? Oh, uh, okay. Well, yeah, we did a little research just uh, on my phone, wondering who St. Jerome was. And um, he used to be the patron saint of some, you know, typical boring thing. Chalices. Chalices, If you can sorry. believe that. He used to be the patron saint of chalices. Who uses chalices anymore? But they changed it, and now the Saint Jerome is the patron saint of passwords, having a strong password. Isn't, that, isn't that wild? Yeah. That is really cool. Yeah. Because Pope Francis is trying to attract a, a younger generation of, of Catholics, and uh, so he updated it, and I think that's great. That's great. He is, uh, he's hot. Whoa, I like it. I like your attitude. You know what? He is, I, I could see that. I thought, you know, I'd gotten away from the church, but if there's anyone that I could see getting me back in, it's him. Yeah. But we're talking about Jude Law, right? Oh, oh. you're thinking of, okay. <laughs> yeah. You're thinking of young Pope. And he is. We're talking about old Pope, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, he's, that, uh, he's, the, he is hot, I would hmm. say. But uh, Have no, you seen that picture of his uh, six-pack? Pope Francis, I mean. Oh, oh no. Let me show it to you. Just dial it yeah, up here on my yeah, phone. Yeah, and, and I probably shouldn't be saying this, but I have actually partied with Pope Francis. Um, what? Yeah. What is he like? He's actually really cool. Um, we had Lakers tickets. Is he tall? Because on Gattaca, he looks a bit short, but I guess he's in that wheelchair. Yeah, that's also that is that's Jude Laws again. Again, you're thinking of there. Yeah. Yeah. He, it's a huh. it's a it's a different guy. He, I don't think I know this other one. Here he is. Here's okay, the, yeah. This is the this real is, Pope. He's the Whoa. real deal. And yeah. look at those abs. Look at them. I just yeah, it is crazy. Yeah, he does have abs. Yeah, we we sort of met up in L.A. <laughs> and uh, we worked out at you know the Muscle Beach in Venice Beach. Oh so, yeah, I yeah. do. I, well, you know, being yeah. an actor, I right, spent my time in L.A. Uh, And probably familiar with a gym, too. Yes, Um, uh, never skip a leg day. (laughs) Personal motto. Oh, nice. Well, we were at Muscle Beach. We were working out. And, uh, yeah, went to a Lakers game. It was really fun. And then afterward, we um, went and partied, uh, kind of like uh, sort of one of these uh, Hollywood Hills parties. And he's a really cool guy, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. So, Tess, um, like, what kind of things have you been in? What kind of, you know, what, oh. what, what might people know you from? Well, I've I've been really blessed, actually, mm. just to work. Hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, but you did. So, yes, I have been hashtag blessed, and I am hashtag grateful. Uh. But seriously, I'm very grateful. I've just had the opportunity to work in some of our country's best regional theaters. Oh. Yeah, I don't know if you've heard of the, um, the Lindon... Players? Yes, I do get... You, I'm you guys, on their mailing list. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I just recently did... Where's Lindon? Lindon? Yeah. Lindon, Ontario? No, I don't know that. Oh, it's just... It's actually just outside of Stratford. Oh, okay. You know Stratford? Yes. That's, yeah. Yeah. A lot, go, lot going 
going on there for wow. some people. Hmm. Um, Landon is right outside, and they have they do a really fun season. Oh. Yeah, so I just finished doing a play called The Bee That Got Away. Oh, that's fun. It was about a, um, a, a person with one of those bee masks. <laughs> it starts with an A. Um, oh, a- I wasn't a- the person. A- 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 yeah, an apiary. Yeah, one who falls in love with his neighbor who is allergic to bees. Oh no! Yeah, it was it was really wacky. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, and he's also twins, so it's like. Oh my god! I know you can only imagine the hijinks that ensued. So it was really fun to kind of you know get in the mind of a character who's allergic to bees because, believe it or not, I'm not allergic to bees. Wow. So how do you how do you even approach that? That blows my mind, yeah. I mean, I tried just kind of not breathing hmm. for a while to imagine, okay, I've been stung, I can't breathe. What is that like? So um how so long? I would, you know, hold yeah. my breath for long periods of time and just kind of feel the discomfort and then I would just try to bring that discomfort to the stage. I mean Wow. It's That's certainly so not easy. There were times where I was, you know, twenty seconds into holding my breath and just like Wow, you know, this is a sacrifice for my craft, but it's why I do it. And I don't think I ever really got past 20 seconds. That's still impressive. I can't hold my breath for longer than five. Um, Do you swim? No, I don't. That's Mm. another thing. Mother would never let me uh, sleep over at other boys' homes or, or take a dip. Gotta ask, does, do you end up with the beekeeper in the end? I mean, you'll just have to get a ticket. Oh, just kidding. Oh, okay, hard sell. <laughs> yeah, yes, I do end up with the beekeeper. And, oh, and I think the way that it happens is uh, pretty delightful. Let's oh. just say we both end up in the bee suit. Oh, my <laughs> God. That's the same one? The same one. It's oh. a really funny, it's a, it's a great gag. Wow. That sounds insane. It sounds like something Neil Simon would have written if he were a Canadian. The great Neil Simon. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Very fun. So, um, Tess, have you done um, have you done much TV, film? Um, you know, it, VR. It, I feel like uh, <laughs> it's like uh, James, you're an agent asking for her resume. That, no, you're being a little. We're uh, interviewing her, Michael. Well, like, right. I mean, is that not? No, I'm, I mean, um, it's definitely something that I I want to do more of. Hmm. Um, but. Yeah, I haven't done a ton. Mm-hmm. I've um, I played a I've played a lot of dead bodies. Oh, well, you but, must feel very at home here at the cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. Actually, it's kind of like, where is my paycheck? <laughs> or you know, are there a group of people going to ask me to lie face down in the leaves for three hours and then forget to tell me when everyone else is having lunch? <laughs> so if you're playing a dead body, it might. Whenever I've thought about this, my number one fear is if I'm playing a dead body. You know, I don't want to blow my big chance. Mm. What happens if you get a little itch on your nose? Um, yeah, again, it's kind of part of what's so difficult about the craft. You just, you really can't scratch it. Because a dead person, mm-hmm. if you're trying to be to play the scene in a realistic way, they wouldn't be able to scratch their nose. No, they're... a dead person, and, uh, you know, you have to kind of think about this to really get in the mindset of a dead person, but they right. definitely would not be able to scratch their nose. No. So that's a kind of, when you're making choices... As a dead person, you're having to make choices about not doing movements that a live person might do. Right. Oh, interesting. Okay, that makes sense. So, like, if your role is to play a dead person, um, you can't be like, oh, I'm just going to get up and play a game of basketball because you're dead. Yeah, exactly. You couldn't oh. really make that choice. Mm. Have you played a dead body on CBC's Heartland? 
which uh, is one of my top shows. Uh, no, I actually uh, I haven't been on that show yet, but I, I would love to. Maybe you could play someone who got trampled in like a, an by horses. Accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah there'd know, be a lot of makeup. But I mean, I, if you're hiring for Heartland, uh, I'm I'm really available. Get in touch. <laughs> I, I, no, I'm just looking at your IMDb here, mm. and um, yeah, you weren't kidding that you have played a lot of dead bodies. Yeah, like, yeah. This is a kind of a consistent thing, hey. Mm, I, I um, Kim's Convenience, Shit's Creek. Yeah. yeah. Private Eyes with Jason Priestley. My goodness. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping it kind of continues. I'm just, um, I'm actually, uh, is it okay to just kind of air my anxieties openly here? Please. I feel really safe with Please. you guys. Yeah, thank you. Um, but, yeah, I think I'm getting a bit too old oh. to be murdered oh. on TV now. So, yeah. Right. So I'll have to kind of find my next. Are you always niche. looking over your shoulder as in, in the biz or like who's coming up from behind? Yeah, you know, like right? we think we're in a graveyard, but the real demon for me just feels like approaching age. Right. I guess I never thought about, you know, the way ageism affects murder victims, you know? Like mm-hmm. it, it's always the young young people in their, you know, late teens, early 20s that are getting their heads cut off. Mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. love to write a TV series or a film where a nice group of middle-aged people all get uh, murdered, and then we linger on their bodies for a while. Hmm. So, Tess. It's, it's, um, um, yeah. Okay. Yes, moving right along. Um, trying to help, trying to change, to, to bring more diverse roles. Yeah, no, I, okay. Um, so, Tess, we're here uh, in this... In this graveyard right now, mm-hmm. I gotta ask. <laughs> Site specific. <laughs> uh, yeah. um, are you a little freaked being here? Does this feel, you know? Well, when you guys wild? said meet meet me in the graveyard out back, <laughs> you know, it's like, well, it's my landlord. I should, but I, I was a bit nervous to be oh. honest. But no, I, <laughs> right. I feel I feel better now. It's fun, this right? It's nice. Yeah. Right. Are you are you the kind of person who's easily scared or freaked out by things? Um. I'm going to say I'm pretty brave. Really? Mm-hmm. Now, do you, now, James, earlier, he revealed he doesn't believe in ghosts, believes in aliens. Do you believe in ghosts or creatures, ghouls, vampires, Frankensteins? Do you believe in that stuff? Um, could you just give me a couple more examples? I'm, I think Wolfman, I'm going to just, yeah. Blob, uh, Spring-Heeled Jack. Yes, yes, yes. I totally see what you're talking about now. Have you ever seen that energy or experienced... Uh, a ghost, uh, or a, even just a, a presence? Well, I mean, the closest that I can say is um, there was a time, actually, where I thought that I was possessed. Whoa! Yeah, I know, it's pretty wild. Reminds, yeah. me, of, reminds me of the movie She-Devil with uh, Goldie Hawn, I believe? I've never seen that. Was it Goldie? No, no, Roseanne Barr. Reminds Did- me of the movie She-Devil with Roseanne Barr. Those huh. two are very different. Yeah, really different. I think they might have both been in the movie together. No, you're thinking of Death Becomes Her, Michael. Okay. That's why Goldie Hawn and Meryl Streep. And Alec Baldwin. Uh, well, I believe She Devil was Roseanne. And that hand on a platter. Exactly, oh. through her body. Yes, in yes, yes. That's iconic. I didn't sleep for a month after seeing that hand. You know, I watched that hand on that poster because I was like, now that is how you be a dead hand. Yeah. Oh, I watched it on the poster. As an actor. You're always learning. Yeah, always, always learning, yeah, yeah. always trying to keep sharp. But there there was a time where I, I actually thought I was possessed. I um, This might be a bit, I don't know, TMI. But no, no. Please. Well, 
I had, um, when I was around 11, I, I found a copy of The Exorcist in, in a friend's parents' oh. van. <laughs> okay. Um, and I was just rooting around in their van yeah. and found this copy of The Exorcist. And I opened it up, and it was um, it was the page where... Have you guys read The Exorcist? Mm-hmm. James, you can't read. No. Well, I just have. Don't read. But no, I, I have okay. read it. Um, it. So there's a page where uh, Linda Blair is, is putting a... a Crucifix in her in her vagina, um, and she's classic scene. She's saying the f word a lot, and and is bleeding, and mm-hmm. um, she's masturbating with a crucifix. Mm-hmm. So I I found this page, and I was eleven, and I read it, and was felt immediately like I, I was Catholic, and I thought, oh my god, I'm I'm going to hell. I've read this thing. This is so scary. I, I couldn't even kind of um, make sense of all the images right. yeah. at the same time. And then later that week, maybe four days later. Um, I got my period. Okay. For the first time. Oh boy! Isn't it, is this a thing you guys are okay talking absolutely, about? Absolutely, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Yes. And the first thought that crossed my mind was not, "Oh, this is a part of growing up. This is very normal. Um, could even be considered quite beautiful." Mm-hmm. Um, but it was no, oh my God, I have somehow become the devil because I read that book wow. or her experience. Yikes. Now I am having that similar experience. Wow. So that that's kind of Freaky. my yeah. That so my is, demon, I guess, in that case was was puberty. Oh, and what a demon he is! Yeah. Wow, so or, that's she. A, or she, or she, great yeah. point, great point. So wow, that is insane. Did you um, did you when did you find out that it wasn't the book and that it wasn't the the devil and I it mean, was just beautiful uh, nature taking its course? Oh, it, it sounds not as good when you're saying that it's beautiful, but yeah, well, cool. <laughs> um, I think it's beautiful Michael. when. Yeah, Michael, maybe, uh, here's a little tip. Maybe stop referring to uh, menstruation as beautiful, and, uh, yeah, you might we might all be a little better off. I stand behind what I said. (sighs) Yeah, like, don't put that on your Tinder profile, you know? Yeah, okay. Or take it off if it's on. Is it on there? It says, my bio does say, Toronto tenant, I think menstruation is beautiful. So I guess I'll have to change that. Yeah. van that your friend's parents had. Why were you rooting around in a van at the age of 11? It seems like something you'd only read about in a novel. Oh, I, I don't know. I think I was just sitting in the back seat. We I think we were headed tobogganing and Ooh. yeah, and I just found a book, was bored and thought, huh, what Give do these words say? Yeah. 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 Wow. Maybe this will be better than my namesake novel. Right. Wow. And and then and so did that that might have shaped your um, relationship with the with the supernatural. I mean, you had an early experience where you thought, "Oh my god, I've got a demon in me." Mhm. Mhm. And uh, and did you know, Tess, that um Michael Are you okay? No, my you nose. I, I, no, my nose is running. Ever since Tess uh, brought sorry. up menstruation, James's nose has been leaking and probably his eyes too. No, it has it's allergies cuz we're outside. Um but Michael thinks there's a demon that's going to come out at midnight. At midnight? Did he, did he tell you that? In this, whoa, in this no. Thing? Yeah, that's why cemetery. we're waiting here. It's a little surprise for you. We're waiting, and, uh, well, it's we're about, I think, 20 minutes to midnight right now, and, oh. yeah, the legend is that a demon appears, and he's covered in blood, and he, he says a few words and does, some, does something scary. So I, I'm sorry. Are you, are you making fun of me? 
No, not at all. This is if there's a demon comes out. It's covered in blood. It's old Toronto. This is what le- Michael says. I there's. It's obviously not true. It's an old Toronto legend that a blood-covered demon appears at midnight every night. So we're gonna see if we can capture it on this podcast. You guys didn't just invite me here because you heard somehow my kind of YM story of my first time getting my period and thought, huh, this sounds funny. Let's let's make fun of her. Uh, no, no, we're not making fun. We're this is a safe cemetery for us to share stories and have fun. I just want to point okay. out that Tess is looking at Mike when she's uh, yelling right now. Not me. Um, and Tess, <clears throat> and this was Michael's idea, and Michael told me about the demon okay, too. Well. For all I know, he did know. I don't know. Either way, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Where did you even hear this legend, Michael? It's all, it's all anyone talks about on Queen Street. The, demon, the blood-soaked demon of St. Jerome's Cemetery? Yeah. Huh. Anyway, I'm sorry. I, I I believe you guys. I I'm sorry. Kind of flew off the handle there. I'm sorry that uh, if there's any sort of miscommunication, misunderstanding. But we we both love your spooky story. And, oh, thanks. And if you have any other ones, feel free. This is a great time to share. It's our Halloween episode, <laughs> so yeah. Um, thanks, thanks. I uh, have you ever seen a Wolfman or um, a sprite or anything? Um, not that I can. Think of no. Okay. Have you seen either of those things? Well, now that you ask. Oh, twinkle in your eye, I, Michael. Yeah. I believe I did once see a wolf man uh, in the eleventh grade. Um, I had stayed after school for musical practice. We were doing the musical Guys and Dolls, and uh, it was about seven p.m. And I was waiting for my mother to pick me up in the SUV, and I looked across the street. Saw a wolf man. And I ran back inside that school as fast as my legs could carry me. So you just saw... And where was this? Oshawa or something? Or? This was in Oshawa where I went to high school, yes. And you saw... You were just waiting on the street and at 7pm mm-hmm. a wolf man was on the sidewalk? Yes. And he was... And what did he do? How, like, how was he different from a man-man? Well, he was covered in hair and had these long fangs... And he was howling, and uh, he gave me the finger also. He was probably just some crackhead, like a hairy crackhead. No? Or just even a hairy man who's having hairy a bad man. day. Yep, well said. Well, huh. So, so man. I know what I saw. Michael really buys into this So stuff. you think yeah. you saw an alien. I did But see you won't an believe alien. that I saw a wolf man. Because this aliens live our science, Michael. Ghosts are... You know, mommy's little a stories wolf. when you go to bed. A wolfman is not a ghost. A wolfman is a ghost. Sorry. Well, you guys, you guys. Sorry, Tess, this is not why we that invited you here. Really intense. Uh, we need to kick up all those leaves. I don't. Well, I don't know. Do you have you seen an alien? Have I seen an alien? Um, no. I I've seen I've seen the film E. T. once. Okay. Well, that's does that a count? Start. Well, kind of. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Yeah. What age do you think? At what age do you think aliens go through puberty? I mean, are we talking hmm. alien years, or are we talking our our years? Let's use human years. As our hour. Well. Yeah. Hmm. What do you think, James? Well, the one I saw. I mean, I don't want to get really graphic, mm-hmm. but had he gone through puberty, just, the alien you saw? Let's just say aliens, to my eyes, didn't do not wear pants. And let's just say the eyeful I got that guy, he'd been through maybe two puberties. Like, holy crap, no joke. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Like, this guy, 
makes that's you know, wild. John Ham look like an infant. Wow. That's, wow. That's a weird Downtown. detail you left out of your original. Well, it had nothing story. to do with the story about seeing an alien, but yeah, those little green men. <laughs> Not well, little everywhere. The Wolfman I saw was very small in that department, so there's... Really? Yeah. He also didn't have pants? No. And gave you the finger? Did you tell your parents, Michael? He gave me the finger. I told I told no one until right now. This is a podcast exclusive. <laughs> Are you okay? You're po- shaking. podcast exclusive that I saw a Wolfman in Oshawa who gave me the finger and wasn't packing a lot downstairs, if Michael? you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I believe you. Thank you. I believe you. Thank you, Tess. Huh. Well. Uh, we seem to have gone off the rails. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> wow. Well, um, actually, here's one thing I was curious about. Tess, um, mm-hmm. you talked about, you talked about maybe taking your career in a different direction. Yeah, yeah, wanting to get into kind of more uh, more film and TV. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm actually a, a big fan of the Long Island Medium. Oh, yeah. Teresa Caputo. Yeah. Italian. You know her. Mm-hmm. You know the Caputs. Yes. Uh, so I and I've been kind of thinking that maybe if I get into this, you know, get into the mind of the dead, that that'll be the next step in really going deeper in my career as an actor. Like, I've got into the mind of a woman who falls in love with a beekeeper. Sure. Yes. And I think that if I can do that, I mean, where are the boundaries? Wow, interesting. That's a really smart move as, a, as an actor uh, because I'm, I'm sure other performers aren't thinking of that. So. Yeah, so hopefully I've got kind of a bit of an edge. Yeah, I right. told my agent about it. She thinks I might. She can't think of anyone else doing this type of work. So wait a second. Wow. Are you saying you want to, like, Play the role of a medium, or you want to actually be a medium? I'm. I want to be a medium. Okay, but mm-hmm. are you like? Are you psychic? Um, I think I'm very in tuned with energies, and I think right. I'm a natural empath. Okay. So you're trying. And to... so I mean, if that makes me psychic, <laughs> I guess I'm a psychic. Yeah, I think I mean, it does. I, don't think I think it, it does. does yeah. But uh, interesting. I... So you're, you're trying to like. Look... Develop this skill of, of talking to the dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's exactly it. So when you guys said, let's meet at St. Jerome's, I was like, well, I've been spending a lot of time there. So, right! Um, I do often hear mumbling and see little flashes of light mm-hmm. when I look over my balcony into the cemetery. Mm-hmm. Was that you? Yeah, Was that's that you my practicing? iPhone flashlight. Oh! Uh, going off and on, seeing if I can kind of strobe them out. Right! Oh. And uh, and me uh, asking asking some cues and hoping that I get some A's. Have you gotten the A's? You know what? There are times where the leaves are rustling in just a particular type of way, and that's like, yes, I think that was a yes, or I think that was a no, wow. or I think that was a recipe for apple pie from a dead granny that she just needs to communicate. That just turned my blood to ice. No offense, but if you're dead and the, what you're trying to communicate to the living is a recipe for apple pie, get... I mean, I was going to say get a life, but you know what I mean? Like, that's a bit... <laughs> Lame. No. Well, what if the family didn't have the recipe written down yet, James? Use your head for Or once. if that was the unfinished business. I guess. I guess. But that's interesting. What do you think your business would be if you died I tomorrow? Died? If you died tomorrow. Oh, oh please, God, well, may James die tomorrow. Well, first of all. <laughs> uh, yeah, very funny. First of all, I have uh, serious investment in a, a computer company 
that uh, intends to upload human consciousness to a computer. So if all goes well and this investment pays off, I will never die because my consciousness will exist in a computer for the rest of time. It won't actually be your consciousness. Well, though, that's what they're working on, Michael. If they have to take my brain and put it in a fishbowl and they plug it into a Mac, fine. That'd be the worst computer anyone's ever built. Well, um, so, but to answer your question, if I did somehow die before this was possible, which I doubt. I hope you do. Well, I highly <laughs> doubt it'll happen because I'm in great health and I have a private doctor. Um, what would I try to communicate? Hmm. I think what I would want, I would want people to know, like, my party stories. That's what I would want people to know because hmm. I've got. I mean, I should. I mean, I, I don't want to read a book, but I should write a book, or pay someone to write a book, or maybe I can hire you to act things out for me, act out my party stories. I don't know. But just I, like I'm a bunch just, of of boomerangs, kind of. A bunch of boomerangs. Yeah, just kind of acted out in a series of short videos. Oh, that's a boomerang, huh? Yeah, that could be good. Like, mm. I I just want to tell my story and some of the things I've seen, and you know, like what. Oh, like what's one um, of these important stories? The story that... about partying with the Pope wasn't good enough. Yeah. Like, good God, I don't know. I mean, I, I Ben Mulroney's one of my best friends. We go out to King Street for literally every night. Wow, that's um, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Strombo, I'm really tight with. Wow. Um, damn. Uh, P- Mansbridge, Peter Mansbridge. Do you think you could ever like set me up a meeting with with one of them? Mm-hmm. Sure, sure, for, you know. Oh, that's great. I mean, I, I mean I you could tech- just tell them I'm your tenant and yeah, really talented. And, sure. I mean, technically, yeah. I made me your manager, so I obviously get a 10% of what results from that. But if you're cool with that, then, yeah. I could yeah, sure. Hon- yeah, honestly. Sure. Yeah. Guys, guys, we're supposed to be here waiting for a demon, not making business deals. <sighs> All right, Sorry, well, the business yeah. never really stops. The industry I, never sleeps. Thank you. I like that. Right. I yeah. like that yeah. attitude. Right. Michael, if, if so, you were dead, which is very feasible, uh... No, it's not. Yes. Not Michael for... Michael has a lot of health problems. Mm. Uh, what would you try to communicate? I'm, first of all, I'm not going to die for at least 15 years, according to my doctor. Uh, very good doctor. And uh, what would I want my my legend to be? Or what was or the question? Or if you were dead and, and you, a medium kind of tapped into you and was like, Oh, what Michael, message? what do you want to mm. say? Mm. Ooh. It would probably be something along the lines of... Uh, you know, uh, take some time uh, to spend with those you love. Boring. Take some time hmm. to um, get to know yourself. So many people these days don't even know who they are. That's beautiful. Um, and probably, I'd say, uh, do something silly every now and then. <laughs> you know, that would make a great, um, just kind of spitballing here, mm-hmm. that would make a really great Facebook status with a colored background. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, I think mm-hmm. that's a great idea. It's never really too late to do one of those. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll get on it. Yeah. Can I get, give my guess of what Mike's message would be? Yeah, absolutely. You guys seem to know each other very well. Yeah. Seem to be, uh, have a very deep we, relationship. Well, we, we I don't know deep's the word. Yeah. Um, Michael, this is what I guess he would try to communicate. Oh, did somebody take over my shift at the CN Tower gift shop? That's what you would do. Michael works at the CN Tower gift shop and okay. his whole life. Now, the, what is that you, true, Michael? It is true. And, and James, what you just said just ma- only makes me laugh. Really? Only makes me laugh because I would never say that from you the would, that is, you, Do you, you would think be, I would care? And Tess, yes, it's true. I do work at the CN Tower gift shop. Not the one on the main floor, not the one at the top, but the one uh-huh. far beneath the CN Tower. 
Oh, if, I didn't. I didn't even know there was one there. Not many people do. They don't advertise it very well. Oh, I'm sorry. It's just getting so late. No, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm no, so don't sorry. I wasn't so late. I wasn't blaming you if you were bored. I'm, 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 I'm really. I'm not. I'm a really generous person with my listening. Okay. I'm a really attentive listener. Yeah. Okay. No. I, and and even an attentive listener might get bored in that story. But yeah, please. Not true. Not possible. Anyway, I would not say that if I was dead. You know what? My me- here. Can I change what my message would be? Here's what my message will be sure. when I'm dead. Give that. Give. Uh, give landlord James a big swift kick in the ass. I hope he dies. Michael, is that very Catholic of you to say ass in a cemetery? When I'm dead, I'll be in heaven. God will. I'm sure God will approve that. Not anymore. Saying going around saying ass in a cemetery. Sorry, Tess. No, no, it's okay. I just... I don't oh. usually say ass in the cemetery. I just don't want to, you know, disrupt the, the peaceful energy of those trying to rest here. Right, right. Good, good point. Um, Have you ever practiced on a person being a medium? You know, I, I haven't. Um, how would you guys feel about, I don't know, letting me... For See real? If I've got the stuff. Really? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I. I feel so nervous. Oh, you're jumping up and down. <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would love to, to practice on one of you two. Is there anyone that, um, if this isn't too sensitive a question, is there anyone in your life, either of you, that's passed away that yes. you think you might want to get in touch with? Yes, I mean, you said that for, very quickly. To so. me, yes. Uh, yeah. Um, an uncle of mine. An uncle. Okay. Okay. Yes. An uncle. Yeah. Okay, I'll just kind of drop in the word uncle. Do you mind if I do a really quick vocal warm-up? Not at all. Okay. Um, oh. Girl gargoyle, guy gargoyle, girl gargoyle, guy gargoyle, girl. Okay, I think I'm ready. Wow. It's very impressive. If mm. anyone from, if any casting direct, directors are listening, uh, all right. Okay, so an uncle. Uncle, uncle. He died. He died. He's dead, dead, dead. Mm-hmm. Is he buried? I'm getting the sense that he was buried. Yes. Okay, great. This uncle, he was unemployed most of his life. Yes. Okay. Never. Wow, wow. For the first time, this is going really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a lot of off brand. Products in his cupboards? Yes. Yes, he did. This is amazing. This is just kind of coming to me. It, it, and his name was, uh, his name was Jarl? Yes. His name was Jarl? Good old Uncle Jarl. I think I'm in touch with him. I think I have him here. Oh my god, I'm so emotional right now. Is, is there anything that you want to ask? Can he see ask me? Ask Jarl. Um, no. Uh, no, he can't see that hang loose sign. Okay. Okay, but I will tell him, Jarl, Jarl, Michael wants you to hang loose. I do. Okay. And is that all? Um, I would like to know how... He's he... fading away, he's fading oh, no, away. No, 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 I was going to ask how he died, because we don't know how he died. It's a mystery for the family, and it's causing a lot of... Uh, oh, he's gone. I've emotion. lost him. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought it would be fun to learn how my Uncle Jarl died, but um, you know what? I mean, that was a huge success for me. That was still very impressive. impressive. That felt amazing. Michael, it's too bad you didn't spend so much time doing the hang loose sign instead of asking how he died right away. shut up, James. Wow. 
Okay, damn. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's a, I'm just yeah. discovering this. I'm new. It's a process. But maybe there is something it's, about only being able to kind of do one thing or ask right. one question. And right. the hang loose ended up being yours. So now James will benefit uh, from that knowledge. Well, yeah. Great. James is, I mean, I thought that went really well. Yeah, I'm that kind was of amazing. <laughs> I kind of feel yeah. high right now. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's like stepping off of the stage in, in Aurelia. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. That must be very huge. Wow. We don't know how he died. Uh, moving on, yeah. Is there, uh, is there anyone that, that you want to get in touch with, James? You know, I have to be honest, nobody I care about is really dead. I mean, like. You know, my uncle died who I inherited the building from. You're but copying I mine. But I, I don't want to talk to him. I barely even knew him. I right, mean, he gave me right. The building. I mean, I don't yeah. know. I probably had some people in my... I don't know. Can you read anyone off me? Like, I... Um, let's see. I'm just... Okay, wait. No, there is something. There is something. Okay. I'm seeing, like, clothes on a hanger. One second, it's just becoming clearer. Give me... Mm. I think it's a... It's a model? Okay, yeah, I've known a lot of them. I, I, a dead model? I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I've known a lot of them, too. Does this, uh, does this eliminate anyone? Any idea uh, who this might be? No, you're going to have to narrow that down, to be honest. I've dated uh, a lot of models, and okay. many of them have passed away. Oh, it sounds like she... Oh, I think there's a language barrier. Yeah, that's still going to have to narrow that down. Okay. Um, R- Russian? Europeans. Yeah, yeah. No, that again... Like, this is still okay. too many to really narrow down very, very... Okay. Mm. Um, she's just... She's kind of crying and making a, a heart with her fingers. Mm. Yeah, is there anything you want to say, say back oh, to her? I know it's God, hard I've without knowing who it generic. is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I guess just say, hey, babe, uh, love ya. Okay. And, uh, you know... Keep it up. I don't know. Keep it up. I don't know. What else? They're I, dead. I don't know who it is. <gasps> She just, she just, she's gone. Oh my God! I think you just finished her unfinished business. Oh, that's great! That that's I think so she nice was just waiting help. for someone to tell her to keep it up. Oh, thank God! Oh, that's <laughs> what? really good about that. That was incredible! Wow! You helped a tormented. Oh, wow! Oh, thanks, Tess. James helped <laughs> a tormented soul of a dead model, and I got nothing. From my uncle. That was. I think what we're all forgetting here is that no, I'm legit. Congratulations, you know Tess. Doing. That was really <laughs> that was, good. That was amazing. That was really, really well done. Tess. I'll just do yeah. a, a quick cool down. Hey. Yeah. Well, you know what? Mm, yeah. Amazing job, Tess. It's coming out mm. to midnight. Why don't we take a break? Yeah. And we'll see if anything happens at midnight, and we'll come back with our last segment. <laughs> Great I'm job. Just feeling Tess. so really good. good. I'm, I think I earned that applause. <laughs> Welcome back to this spooky edition of the Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess. Uh, Michael, you're going to introduce this final segment here? Yes. So here's the moment we've all been waiting for. Um, we're doing something a little bit different for this episode because it, it's Halloween. Uh, usually we play a game, test in our third and final segment. Oh, that sounds fun. I can't but wait to play that game. We are, But we're not playing a game today. Oh. Instead, what okay. we're doing is we're going to... Countdown to midnight because it's almost midnight, and we're gonna see hopefully that the demon appears. And this is going to make uh, it'll be a podcast first. As far as I know, no other podcast has recorded the appearance of a demon on it yet. 
Um, although occasionally Joe Rogan's guests, they you, you could describe them as demons. He once had uh, Gavin McInnes on. And so, um, we've got well, about a minute to go. I'm really excited. I'm, I'm just so happy to be a part of this uh, event, this live event. I mean... I'm not. Ex- I mean, it's obviously not going to happen. We're not going to see a demon because there are no demons. Where's your nice. suspension of disbelief, James? Well, sorry. The demon can feel that if you don't believe. So, uh, let's all hold hands, James. I'll hold your hands. Okay. And, and who's you- going to hold mine? Do I just kind of pray, put them together in a prayer gesture? Uh, sure. Yeah, but I'll. Okay. Yeah. So James and I will hold hands, and you can hold your hands. And uh, here we go. Okay. Uh, this is so exciting. I feel crazy right now. Uh, all right, let's all count down together. Ten, Ten nine. nine Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Midnight. No demon. Wait, he's probably just getting ready. Yeah. What was that? Well, oh, nothing. No, nothing. It's just a squirrel. I bet no the demon. I bet the demon's just about to, to yeah. show himself. There, there really might not be one. Show yourself, demon! <laughs> We're recording live! It's episode 29 of our podcast. <laughs> did you... Did anyone see anything? No. No, I'm getting a little bit tired and cold. Me too. Demon? Fuck. <laughs> no demon. Well, the, the counting down was, was really fun. Maybe, uh, you you're know... Just, you're just saying that to make me feel better. No, no, really. I, I loved the counting. No, it's, it sucked. It might just be in the journey, you know, not the destination. I just kind of came up with that, but right. I think it might be true. That's a good thing to say when people fail at something. Hmm. Yeah. Well, this was all a waste. We waited here for... All night. Out in the middle of a cemetery. Oh my god, what's that in the woods? Mike, that could be Mike, what is that? Is that the, the Who are you? Hey, you guys got any smokes? Smokes? Oh no, I I, I don't smoke. It's it's yeah, actually not really good for my uh, my process, for my voice. My body's my instrument, so I, I don't I don't smoke. Tess is an actress! I'm an actress! Oh, Go fuck yourselves, then. Ah. Fuck off. Same to you, buddy. Hmm. Hmm. Can you believe that? Well, yeah, I've seen, I've no seen that demon, guy before. But, uh, what a rude person. Yeah, just some uh, rube from uh, yeah. Sudbury or something instead. Too just bad. a disgusting hoser, mm. the language he used. Yeah. Yeah, that was um, oh, my, I'm angry. a real disappointment. A real disappointment. No demon, but yeah. A rural Ontario man who looks like he's wearing a jean jacket and jeans and a Leafs hat and a white, a long white ponytail. Mm-hmm. So, kind of scarier what? than being covered in blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> well, mm. if he keeps smoking, he'll, he'll, he's going to end up in this cemetery pretty soon. If he lives in the area. Yeah, that's good a good point. point. He probably good point. He might. It's actually pretty low rent. It's kind of a poor, bad area. Mm-hmm. Anyway, well, I guess that about does it for uh, for the episode. I feel terrible for dragging you all the way to the cemetery, well, Tess. Yeah, thank you for apologizing. Um, but I, you know, I'm I'm happy that your medium powers seem to be uh, coming uh, into their own. Thank you so much. If you know anyone who is looking to produce a show about a medium, mm-hmm, or um, mm-hmm. yeah, even anyone who knows anyone who's died or anyone who's planning on dying soon, just 
You just let me know. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I'm going to talk to Strombo uh, about <laughs> you and, uh, and you? Ben Mulroney, too. So let's That's get it. That's we'll literally touch. my greatest dream. We will be in touch. <laughs> Do you guys want to help me clean up the table here and the equipment so uh, I can ha- oh, actually, bring it back up to my apartment? Oh, I've got to go. Actually, I've got an early audition in the morning. Sorry. Oh, oh that's okay. What's the... Um, is it for a theater or a play? Uh, no, or a it's actually for... Uh, it's uh, it's for a Dr. Scholl's commercial. Oh. Mm. Oh, cool. Very, I play very a, a person who is engaged to an animatronic foot. I mean, I hope to play that person. Uh, <laughs> right. <awesome>. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like very sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I got a lot of prep to do. Cool. All right, well, I guess I'll bring all this equipment back up to my apartment. Yeah, um, I'm going to go as well. Uh, just going to go. This is your car? Yeah. Uh, the one up front? Yeah. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thanks. Mm. Yeah, it's a Prius, but I got them to put a gasoline engine in it. Oh, it's it's really nice. Yeah, thanks. Wow. So it's like, yeah. Hey, do you want to ride? Or, or I guess, well, I'm going back to my place, but if you want to, we can grab a coffee or something like that. Yeah, like, I would, I would love you that. you to uh, Ben and I won't oh, take no, that long. that sounds really nice. It won't yeah. take me that long to put the equipment back in my Well, apartment. she's got a, you know, you got that Dr. Schultz thing. Yeah, well, let's go. Totally. We'll that go sounds and, great. Uh, yeah, okay, cool. Okay. Oh, this is so bye, nice. Mike. Uh, bye, uh, Tess. Thank you so Whoa, much. hydro doors. Yeah, cool. You're a fucking loser, eh? Shut up. Oh. Uh, <coughs>